You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Ask yourself this question. What do you expect of 2018? The good news is there's hope for you and me. Why? Because God holds the future in His hands. It means God is already in 2018. Wherever you are going, God is there. If God holds the future, there's no reason to worry. There's no reason for fear to grip your heart. If you were seeking deliverance and breakthrough in 2017 and it did not come, be of good cheer. 2018 is the year with a difference. It's your time for deliverance. It's your time for breakthrough. It's your time for healing. It's your time to go from where you are to where God wants you to be. How can we say that with confidence? Because God said this will be the year with a difference. When Israel found themselves in Egypt in a place of bondage, no progress, stagnation, Working four times harder than what they should without any reward. Does it feel like a place that you are coming from? God sent a messenger and said, go tell my people. There's going to be a difference from today between my people and your people. And the difference will be God's presence. There wasn't immediate promotion, but God said, I'm with you. That is the difference. God said there'll be a difference between your livestock and their livestock. It means what you possess, what you have, there'll be a difference because God's presence will rest upon it. And what you are busy with will have the blessing and the favor of God upon it. 2018 is a gift from God. For us to be part of the divine nature of God means God's presence in your life. When God's presence is in your life, everything is about to change. Remember, in Egypt, it was a place of bondage. It was a place of defeat and failure, a place of misery, a place of suffering. God said, my presence will be with you. I'm making a distinction. Between those who are mine and those who are not mine. Those who allow and welcome the Holy Spirit in their lives and those that don't. Moses was so convinced that this was the difference that he said to God. Unless your presence goes before me. I'm not moving. Because he knew that if God goes before him, things will be different. Because God has gone before us. His presence is with us. We know that 2018 will be a year with a difference. God wants to take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. He wants to take you into the promised land. In the promised land, there's high walls. It's called Jericho. Even when you go to the promised land, there's giants. There's enemies in there. But God says, my presence has gone before you. 
the difference will be I will be the one fighting for you. I will be with you. And that will be the difference. God will give us the victory. David was a giant slayer, not because he was courageous. Yes, he was a warrior. He was focused. But he had a friend in the Holy Spirit who disposed of giants. That's why when he sinned, he said, do not let your spirit depart from me. Because he knew he was not the giant slayer. He knew it was God's presence. What will make the difference in your life this year is the presence of God. His divine nature in your life. It means if you embrace the divine nature of God, you're embracing Christ's kind of lifestyle. Are you ready to embrace Christ's kind of lifestyle? The difference will be God's presence in your life. The Holy Spirit being aware of what He is saying to you. The divine prompting of the Holy Spirit. When you are walking with God, even though you're going into the promised land where there's giants, where there's high walls, God will lead you. God will help you. What did God say to the Israelites when they faced the first high wall, Jericho? He said, keep quiet. Keep quiet. I don't want you to say one word. Because as they were marching every day around those walls, looking at those high walls, they might have viewed those high walls from a natural point of view. One could have said to the other one, did you see how high those walls are? Do you really think God can bring down those walls? Could have walked, their muscles could have started cramping. Are you feeling tired like I'm feeling tired? Are you cramping the way I'm cramping? When it's a time for warfare, it's required of us to be determined, to be focused. Are you ready to possess the promise that God has given you for 2018? Remember, it was the murmuring and the complaining of the Israelites that kept them out of the promised land. But it was a Joshua and a Caleb who had a different spirit. Let me read it to you quickly. Turn with me in your Bibles to Numbers 14 verse 24. I'm reading from the New King James. Numbers 14 verse 24. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land where he went and his descendants shall inherit it. The New Living Translation says, But my servant Caleb has a different attitude than the others have. He has remained loyal to me, so I will bring him into the land he explored. His descendants will possess their full share of that land. Family, will your attitude in 2018 bring you to a place of bondage or a place of blessing? The word of God says, my servant, Caleb, because he has a different spirit, a different attitude. When 10 were saying it's impossible... It cannot be done. But 10 was saying, we look like grasshoppers. These are giants. Two said, we be well able. We be well able. They had a different spirit, a different attitude. They were linked up with God. They had God's opinion about the situation and did not view the situation from a natural point of view. If God says, that is your promised land, God didn't say the giants are going to disappear. 
God didn't say there's going to be no high walls, no battles. I think most charismatics, now God promised me the promised land. If there's giants, it cannot be of God. That's our attitude. Most people miss out on the promised land because oftentimes it requires an overall and on the back it's printed hard work. Battle to, battles to be won. No, no, no. God will never allow me to go into a battle. We're not in heaven yet. There is a battle. The battle of all ages. You might even face some challenges. Trouble. David called it trouble. He says, in the time of trouble, I will be with you. It doesn't matter what comes your way in 2018. God said it will be a year with a difference. You have a different attitude when you view that. The promised land had challenges. The promised land had battles. They had to go and fight every enemy that was in the promised land. Our enemy today is not people. Our enemy today is not your boss. Your enemy today is not your wife, your spouse, your husband. Your real enemy is sin. Not people. There is a need to be seriously minded. There is a need to be focused. Imagine for one minute Jesus lost focus on the cross. We would not be here today. It's time to be focused. It's time to be seriously minded. We are going to possess the promised land. God is taking us from glory to glory and from strength to strength. He said, now is the time for salvation. Joshua and Caleb's attitude, their different spirit, did not just only allow them to possess the promised land, but it opened a door for their children to enter into the fullness of what God had for them. Your attitude helps your children. Your attitude points your children in the right direction. It means we have to teach our children what is the right way. You're always having a bad attitude about your boss. And then you wonder why your children have a bad attitude towards their teachers. You are training them to have a bad attitude towards authority. Child, that does not give you any reason to be rebellious. You have a Bible. You can read. You can see what is a different attitude. You have a Father in heaven that shows you a more excellent way. Nobody has an excuse. When we say in 2018, I'm allowing the divine nature of God to become a part of me, you are walking with the Holy Spirit. He will prompt you. He will lead you. When somebody is rude, you're not rude. When somebody curses you, you don't curse them back. You bless them. You be different. You hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. Ladies, sometimes when you get dressed, be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you, how you get dressed. The Holy Spirit will not lead you to fleshly desires. You don't say, look what Jesus has blessed me with, let me show the world. You be modest and be led by the Holy Spirit and help that man that is not so led by the Holy Spirit at this stage. We're here to be different. When you're at work, is your speech exactly the same as your colleagues that don't know Jesus? Or is your speech exactly the same? I remembered once somebody said to me, at work it's so tough. 
all the dirty jokes and the vulgar things. And I said, my friend, but why don't you just distance yourself a little bit from that? He said, pastor, you don't understand. I am that guy. It's not about living like the world and then going home and saying, Jesus, please forgive me. And then going back and living the same. There's no difference. No change has come into your life. God has called us to be different. The difference in our lives is God's presence. Many people give and help people today. There are many people that don't serve Jesus that are giving. But the difference is when we give in righteousness for God's sake, God's presence rests upon what we are doing and it's blessed. Many people are seeking money today. You can receive money from a robber, a drug dealer, or you can receive God, money from God. If you're looking from a natural point of view and say, I just want money, you will not care where it comes from. But when you are led by the Holy Spirit, you'll know, I want that which is blessed. I don't want to obtain it in a way that it's cursed because I'm walking with God. I'm part of the divine nature of God. There's something different about me. There are many churches out there today. There are many pastors out there today. There are many presidents, CEOs, nurses, mothers. But how many are there with a difference? If you want to be one with a difference, you need the Holy Spirit in your life. Not only once to say Holy Spirit come, but to be led by the Holy Spirit daily. There's a need that when you are connected to God, the divine nature of God, that your spirit needs to be free. What does it mean to have a free spirit? The Bible teaches us, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. A free spirit, a free spirit is a pure heart. When our hearts are not pure, I mean when our faith is not working by love or through love, it can affect your spiritual walk. Turn to your neighbor and say, there's a need for me to forgive those who wronged me in 2017. Tell them there's a need for me to leave my offenses in 2017. Family. If we don't leave those things that kept us in bondage in 2017, I mean if you want to carry an offense from 2017 into 2018, how different will that offense not be in 2018? It's time to leave the wrongs in 2017. When we say a new beginning that our spirits be free. God does not want to do it next year for you. He wants to do it now. Turn to your neighbor and say, now is the time of salvation. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians 6 verse 2. I'm reading from the New King James. For he says, in an acceptable time, I have heard you. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The Passion Translation says, For he says, I've listened to you at the time of my favor. And the day when you needed salvation, I came to your aid. 
So you, so you can't, can't you see? Now is the time to respond to his favor. Now is the day of salvation. Failure to love nullifies our faith. Failure to love nullifies our faith. Because faith works through love. When you are born again and you have the divine nature, you will be divinely inspired. When you are divinely inspired, you'll start to behave differently. You'll start to act differently. You'll start to talk differently. We want to be spiritual in 2018. We want to allow the divine nature of God to be a part of us. Failing to walk in love can almost shut down your spiritual walk. Are you ready to be one with a difference? We don't like change. If you want to change, you're going to have to be focused. I ask myself, what it needs to change in my life to be a better pastor for you one year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. What needs to change? What needs to be different in my life? Then make those changes. Not changing anything will not change anything. It's insanity to expect different results and do the same things over and over. I ask myself, what needs to change? What needs to be different for me to be a better husband, a better father, a better leader? Because God wants to take us from glory to glory and from strength to strength. Do you know what's the big thing that's different in Christianity? Is the love of God. When the love of God has been poured out in our hearts, it gives us the ability of Christ to love the way that Christ loves. Jesus said in Matthew 5, If they curse you, be different bless them when they despitefully use you be different and pray for them are you ready to be one with a difference in 2018 are you ready to be one with a difference because this will bring blessing in your life amen it's not just about how great am i feeling but how great are you making other people feel I'm not saying God does not want you to feel happy. God wants you to feel happy. He sent Jesus to bring life and life in abundance into your life. But it's not just about you and how happy you are and how great you feel. But how great and how happy do you make other people feel? The love that you have received, let it overflow to others. This is the year with a difference. I want to read from the Passion Translation, Matthew 5 verse 44. The truth is, when your heart is free, when your heart is pure, your behavior will be different. But when your heart is not pure, when your heart is not full of love, your behavior is ugly. The man that's in love, whose heart is full of love for his newly met love in his life. Even when they sit under a tree, just sharing one small cup of water and the little ants come and start to bite on his leg 
He'll say, oh, look, even the ants are joining us and nibbling on me to express his love and joy for you, my princess. We thank God that everybody is happy with us. But when your heart is not full of love and murmuring and complaining, what, only a cup of water? Is this what I'm worth? And you bring me to a place where the ants are biting me and eating me. Why don't you bring some insect repellent just to get rid of this? I mean, is this now, and where's the blanket? I mean, the grass is really. Do you understand what I'm saying? Can you see how love changes your confession? Love changes your behavior, your actions. So sometimes when you are rude to somebody, you are actually just confessing your weakness. When you get angry and shout and scream, you're actually just saying, I'm so far from being like Jesus. I'm not different enough. I need the presence of the Holy Spirit more and more in my life. Turn to your neighbor and say, there's a need for me to be different in 2018. I saw a very interesting thing. Is it my wife that sent it to me? A little picture where the one guy says, he says, what are you expecting in 2018? And the guy says, flowers. And he says, why flowers? He says, because I'm planting flower seeds. There's a whole sermon in that. What kind of seeds are you planting is the harvest that you will have in 2018. If you are planting anger, resentment, bitterness, why will you be surprised when that is your harvest? But when you are planting kindness and love and righteousness, you cannot have that kind of a harvest. You'll have righteousness, kindness, and love as a harvest. Let's be different. Matthew 5.44, Passion Translation. However, I say to you, love your enemy. Bless the one who curses you. Do something wonderful for the one who hates you and respond to the very ones who persecute you by praying for them. For that will reveal your identity as children of your heavenly Father. He is kind to all by bringing the sunrise to warm and the rainfall to refresh, whether a person does what is good or evil. What reward do you deserve if you only love the lovable? Don't even the tax collectors do that? How are you any different from others if you limit your kindness only to your friends? Don't even the ungodly do that? Since you are children of a perfect Father in heaven, you are to be perfect like Him. If you want to be different and have a different harvest, plant different kinds of seeds. Decide what kind of a harvest you want and plant those kind of seeds. We are called to be part of the lifestyle of Christ Jesus. According to Galatians 5 verse 22. The fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, long-suffering, kindness, self-control. The song that we were singing was so beautiful. It's a prayer. Holy Spirit of faith, forgive my doubt. Holy Spirit of hope, forgive my self-pity. Holy Spirit of humility, forgive my pride. Holy Spirit of goodness, forgive my evil deeds. Holy Spirit of self-control, forgive my greed. Holy Spirit of love, forgive my hatred and unforgiveness. The Holy Spirit 
will never lead you or direct you to fleshly desires because he knows the flesh cannot please the father in any way we are called to be different in this year not to be weird then to your neighbor say don't be weird be different some people are weird and you'll see more and more of that where churches will come and say you're not allowed to eat this or just eat this or do this or let's feed you this let me show you paul warned the corinthians about this the problem is many of us come from a background where we've gone to shangomas herbalists now people see those things and they call them suddenly a pastor just because somebody calls himself a pastor does not mean he's a pastor just because somebody puts CEO on his business card doesn't mean he's a CEO. Just means he's got a business card that says he's CEO. You need to be one in heart. Christianity is about the heart. How different is your heart? If your heart keeps grudges like the world gives grudges, how is your heart different? But when you become born again, you can ask the Lord grant unto me a humble heart grant unto me a sincere heart grant unto me a heart that is quick to forgive a heart that does not be grudges help me to forgive as christ has forgiven me now there's a difference the difference is in our hearts 2 corinthians 11 verse 3 i want you to underline this but i fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived eve by his craftiness so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Turn to your neighbor and say it's very simple. Tell them Jesus is not complicated. He saves by grace. When you believe that he has died for you and that he's alive. That's salvation for you. But I feel as somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness. So your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that's in Christ. For if he comes, preaches a different Jesus or another Jesus whom we've not preached. Or if you receive a different spirit which you have not received. Or a different gospel which you've not accepted. You may well put up with it. He's saying, don't be stupid. I'm giving you my version. He says, don't be stupid. You know who Jesus is. He's not complicated. He loves you. He saves by grace. It's not what you do, but what he's done. You have your part to play. You have your part to play. But don't become weird and think because you eat funny things, you become now more spiritual. These things can add nothing to your spirituality. Those who want to see God must keep their hearts pure. And purity must be kept. It's not the things you do on the outside. It's what happens on the inside. This is the difference. If the Holy Spirit this morning had to come and view our hearts, would he be pleased with what he sees? Would he say this is a congregation that are different that worship me in spirit and in truth? Or they're just singing songs? 
What do I mean by that? Is your heart in it? Many are sitting here this morning, but their hearts are not in it. Like one guy once said to me, he said, Pastor, what do you want? Do you want me to sit at the, next to the fishing waters, catching fish, thinking about the church? Or do you want me to sit in the church and think about fishing waters, catching fish? When you come here, come with all your heart. Because when you say, Amen, this is going to be the here with the difference. It needs to come from your heart. Because remember, you are now part of the divine nature of God. You are walking with God. You have to include God so you can be divinely inspired. You that know that God has called you for great things. You know what the Bible says? It says, you have to be different. Different in what way? He who is the greatest should become the greatest servant. So you that say that God has placed a great calling upon your life to do great things, I want to encourage you, become a great servant. You need to report immediately and say, Pastor, where can I help? Where can I serve? What can I do? Not say, I am the great one. I am Joseph. And my brothers, I just want to tell you, you'll be bowing before me. Not only you, my brothers, but even my father and my mother. Guess what? When you receive that kind of a dream, there's a pit waiting, which is not part of the vision that you saw. There's a prison waiting, which is not part of the vision. The process is not always revealed, but the end result God will show. It's then when you need to be divinely inspired to keep your heart right. To walk in love. Because remember, Joseph at the end of his life, when he had authority and power, he could have killed all his brothers. But because of love, he said, you are not in control of my life. It was divinely inspired. This was the Lord's doing. I've gone through a process so that salvation could come to you and to all of Israel. I'm an instrument of light and life. Not because of your doing, but because of the Lord. The vision has come past. The dream has been fulfilled. My heart is full of love. I can love you. I can forgive you. If you cannot love, you'll use that power to hurt people instead of to help them. And you ask yourself, why are there not churches with a difference? Why are there not people with a difference? Because if God had to give you that power to heal, to deliver what would you do to your enemies? Would you help them or hurt them? Because God says this needs to be the thing that's different in our lives. The love of God compelling us to behave differently. What do you have to do to make sure that you remain part of the divine nature of God or that, that you walk in the fullness that God has got for you? Number one thing, keep your heart pure. What do I mean by that? Make sure your spirit is free. When you are angry with people, you're keeping yourself in bondage. You're putting yourself in a cage. Make sure your heart is free, your heart is pure. Forgive those that have wronged you as Christ has forgiven you. Amen? 
When Christ dominates your heart, I mean when the word of God dominates your heart and you abide in the word and the word in you, your attitude immediately will change. Because when people say it's impossible, you'll say, my Jesus said it's possible. When the majority says it cannot be done, you'll say it can be done. We'll be well able. Caleb, 40 years later, he said, give me my mountain. Because he said, I'm not waiting another 40 years. He says, I'm ready to possess the land now. I'm not going to let any bad attitude keep me away from what God has predestined for me. Get God's opinion about your situation and start to declare that. Many of you now today will say, okay, I know I have to confess it, I have to declare it. Many people have been prophesying about their future, but nothing has changed. Because you've been prophesying without the divine nature of God in your life. Not even God the Father, when He created, spoke one word until the Holy Spirit was on the scene. Go read Genesis 1 verse 2 to 3. The earth was void, empty, there was darkness, and the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. Verse 3, then God said, you've been speaking without the divine prompting, prophesying your own desires, and the Holy Spirit will never direct you to fleshly desires. Amen? I'm helping you. But this year is a gift from God where the divine nature is part of you. So you'll know when that prompting comes. When you prophesy then, you'll speak things into existence and you'll start to create a good future for yourself. Hold on to that confession. Too many people are saying things without the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Even Saul, let me read it to you. 1 Samuel 10 verse 6. At that time, the Spirit of God will come powerfully upon you and you will prophesy with Him and you will be changed into a different person. When God's presence comes upon you and you start to declare the things of God, I'm a son of God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. When you start to say those things, there's a force from behind it that will start to change your life, change your destiny. That's why we have destinies when people have been robbed in life-threatening situations and they make this declaration, the prompting of the Holy Spirit. They've come out of that situation without harm because every one of those sentences that we declare in our declaration is the word of God. And in the word of God, there is life. Family, allow the word of God to dominate your heart. You abide in it and it in you. When you are more aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit, you'll behave differently. You'll talk differently. You'll go to different places. You'll meet with different people. But when you ignore the Holy Spirit, you'll go where you want to go. This is the year with a difference. The difference is the divine nature of God in our lives. A gift from God. God says, it's my presence that is the difference in your life. Go read Romans 8. You'll see the presence of God, the Holy Spirit, brings life and light into our lives. The key 
if you see, if you look at the word of God. Malachi chapter 3. It says, once again, you'll see the difference between those who serve me and those who don't serve me. Those that obey me and those who don't obey me. The key to get more of the Holy Spirit in your life is not even to pray more. Is not even to fast more. But the Bible teaches us in the book of Acts chapter 5 that the Holy Spirit is given to those who obey Him. Can you see? To be one with a difference in this year is not that difficult. It's not that God has said to us, here's an impossible task, it cannot be done. He says, I want you to be obedient. And the way that you will be obedient or it will become easier to be obedient, allow my word to abide in you and you abide in my word. Because the more you spend time with God, the more you will adopt to his kind of language. When you start to adopt to God's kind of language, you'll adopt to his kind of attitude. Then when people say it's impossible, you'll say, no, there's a different spirit. I have a different attitude. It is possible. When people say it cannot be done, we say we can done. It can be done. We're going to do it. Look at what God has done already for us as household of Christ. The church that we are building is a testimony to you already for what God has done in your life. It was the word that God gave us, whether by many or by few, he's going to do it. When he said, build the house, we said, let's build the house. When he said, start now, we said, okay, let's get the bush cutters. Let's cut the grass. It was that one small step of obedience that led us to the next thing. From bush cutters, we went to chainsaws. Just start with that one thing. Obedience doesn't mean you're going to get it right the whole time. Turn to your neighbor and say, everybody makes mistakes. But when you make a mistake, go and make right with God immediately and get on the path of obedience. Because it's that path of obedience that allows more of the Holy Spirit in our lives that helps us to live a victorious life. This is the year with a difference. The difference is the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit to be here didn't cost you your life. It cost Jesus Christ his life. He is the one who's made the way for the Holy Spirit to be in our lives. All that he requires of us is to be obedient to his word. Amen. The amen that you are saying, where is it coming from? Is it coming from your mind or is it coming from your heart? Because when you say amen, it needs to be announced or pronounced in the spirit. Because remember, when you are born again, you are placed in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. In this realm of victory in Christ Jesus, there's no murmuring, there's no complaining, there's no defeat, there's no failure. When you walk in that realm, you'll experience all the goodness of God. So your amen must be pronounced in the spirit, not just here. If it's here, you think, amen. I hope you're going to do it for me, Lord. I hope it's going to be different. But when it comes in the spirit, you know it's going to be a year with a difference. Let us be obedient as we are obedient like Caleb. The blessing of our good attitude will affect our children so that they can also receive the fullness 
of the promises that God has given them. Our attitude, us being different, does not just affect our own lives, but our family's lives. The people around us, your business, every area of your life. This is the year with a difference. We can rejoice because we know God has gone before us. We know we are part of the divine nature of God. The Holy Spirit is going to help us so that this can be a different year. You have a friend in the Holy Spirit that disposes of all giants so you can walk into the promised land knowing that the challenges that you're going to face, the high walls that you are going to face will come down. The enemies will be defeated because God is with you. He is fighting for you. He has sent his angel before you. That's why you are different. You have God with you. Selah. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.